Are you really passionate about where you get your pizza? Do you believe that the bread absolutely makes the sandwich? Welcome to Food Fun Addicts, where if you're still thinking about last night's grilled skirt steak, you're gonna love hanging with these guys. Here are your Food Fun Addicts hosts, Matt Hawkman and Jay Shapiro. Well, it is great to roll into 2021. You are listening to Food Fanatics, and I'm Matt Hawkman, and I'm here with my partner, Jay Shapiro, and we are now into 2021 with so many tasty things to talk about. And Jay, what is happening? Tell our listeners What's going on from a, and over the past 10 days or so, the holiday season? What'd you eat? What'd you make? People know you love cooking. What happened? Well, you, you gave an intro. Let's roll into 2021. <laughs> I'm rolling into 2021. Oi, I got to tell you, I started off strong. I reached the maximum food level, and there was nothing that was tickling my fancy. And that's a that's a shocker, but not to say that we didn't eat well, but it's just that two week stretch. Honestly, there was nothing that was like piquing my interest. Well, when's the last time you took a dump? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm on that eight ten train every morning. <laughs> no, but seriously, getting back to the food, we managed to rebound and do quite well. We sort of went on a, uh, a seafood buffet, had a lot of, I'm going to just go specifically to New Year's. It was just my wife and I, because Abby had to go make a, a trip out of state to visit her parents. She came back very concerned. She quarantined, got tested, so we did not see anybody. So with that, we decided, let's go to the store. I went to the store, to the seafood market, picked up some lobster meat. Some I was buying shrimp, and then someone told me, no, 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 do not buy the shrimp. I have a special present for you. I said, seriously? He said, yes. So I stopped by their house. I picked up these U6, U8 jumbo mambo shrimp from Alaska that were crazy big. Like, we had three or four each, and it was plenty. Heads on or off? Off. And they were frozen. We had I boiled them. I made a cocktail, uh, shrimp cocktail. They were ridiculous. They... The biggest suckers I've seen and really tasty. He also threw me a real special treat, mumbo jumbo giant Alaskan king crab legs. So we had, And I picked up some crab meat at the seafood store. So we had some cold lobster uh, cocktail. I made a crab cake. We had shrimp. We had uh, the crab legs, some chicken wings in the air fryer again. I got to tell you, the chicken wings in the air fryer, a frickin' money. They're just gorgeous. Could not agree with you more. Had never had them in the air fryer. My daughter Perry went out and got them and made them, and she was concerned the wings were too big. And I said, how could they be too big? And made them in the air fryer. Oh, my God, with some salt and pepper and fried them and got them crispy. And then I did the nice tossing method of the sauce. They were 
like great restaurant wings. I cannot believe how good air fryer chicken wings are. People, our friends out there, if you have never tried chicken wings in your air fryer, please take it from us. And you know what? If you do make them, and with the football games coming up this weekend, put them up on our Instagram. We want to see your wings. So food.fanatics. Put the pictures up of your homemade wings this coming weekend. And then we had a little dessert, and uh, I will say this. We had a few cocktails, and guess what? Abby and I were dancing again in the kitchen. We didn't break out the disco ball, but we were dancing. We were in bed by 11 o'clock. It went from being like a bummer night to being a really nice night. I have to say, it turned out. It's funny how those things turn out like that. You have these great expectations. You're going to go here, and then it's a letdown. When you have the least amount of expectations, it turns out to be fantastic. So... We ended New Year's on a good note, and before that, I think I sent Matt a picture of, and I wanted to bring it in tonight. We're going to do this one of these weeks. <laughs> I sent Matt a picture. I stepped on the scale, and there was a digital reading, and I was like, holy shit, this is just ridiculous. I sent him the picture. I stepped off the, I stepped on the scale the next morning, and I lost 3.6 pounds overnight. I didn't send you that picture. Well, you just answered my question from a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> you actually can see what we look like on our Instagram page at food.fanatics because we are up on a billboard in Columbus, Ohio, and this huge, huge billboard in Columbus. And uh, special thanks to some really nice people, the Ken Joe Outdoor Advertising Company took great care of us. Really nice people at Ken joeoutdoor.com speak to jake levine jake levine's the man in one other sidebar jake levine and his brothers and mother and father huge fans of food fanatics by the way and they are big big foodies who can we would love to have a dinner with them because they can put it away okay well, in the next couple of years we should be able to <laughs> exactly how was your week of eating um you know what jay we actually went out for dinner one night not indoors Went to a really good Italian restaurant south of Boston in Eastern Mass called La, Ch La Cucina, where I had phenomenal minestrone soup to start. That's a lost art. People never think of minestrone soup. And we were sitting outside, although it was kind of a wrapped-in area, so they left holes for the uh, air to come through. So you felt a little bit of the chill, but... It, you know, they had some people out there, and just the minestrone soup was homemade, fresh vegetables, and, of course, that was just the starter, but outstanding. Did it come out hot, or was it lukewarm? No, no, no. Came out piping hot. It was really good. We're going to do a show one day on soups, because I think it's very underrated. No soup for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, went out there. And then I went on a lasagna kick for four days where the first three days, lunch and dinner, all I ate was lasagna. And I ate it hot the first night and then cold for lunch on the Monday, cold for dinner. Cold again, cold again, cold again, cold again. Why? I don't know. I just... I, Donna made this lasagna. She used ground turkey, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I knew up front she was going to go with the sausage as well. So the sausage definitely overcomes the uh, blandness of the turkey. And this lasagna was sensational. And there's just something about 
cold pasta. I just, I know we've, I think we've mentioned this before. It's funny to my daughter, Allie, that lives overseas, her roommate, Jesse, loves, loves cold pasta, but can't cook. And Allie always makes her uh, batches of cold pasta with sauce. So and do you find when, with the lasagna, as each day, the next day, the next day, it gets more dense, hotter and hotter and hotter, and it gets to be like a rock? So you can slice yourself a thin little sliver. Oh, there's and- no slicing. It's <laughs> pick up a piece and eat it. That, that container was going to be mine. And so I would eat lunch. Out of the container, just a couple of chunks of cold lasagna. Did Lily get any taste? Lily wanted some. You know, we know that lasagna is not going to be overly good for her digestive system or our carpet. So (laughs) Lily did not get any lasagna. But it was just outstanding. And then New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was, it was nice to see our two friends but it was it was lame. Lame in the sense that, you know, what are you going to do? We were thrilled to see our friends. We drove about three or four minutes from our house, met them in their garage, had a few pigs in a blanket, a couple of shrimp, a glass of champagne, was home by 8.15. So uh, there wasn't a lot of good caloric intake on New Year's Eve, the kind of caloric intake that we're used to. But it's kind of interesting. I think most people woke up this year from New Year's not hungover, not feeling slow, not feeling groggy, and not feeling like they ate like pigs. I really believe that most of America, let us know out there, how did you wake up and feel? But I don't, I think people just woke up like it was another day. You know what? The funny thing is, whatever day it is, eating is the thing that's giving people comfort right now. Here we are into January. So I guess a big question is, normally, you know, everybody's like, I'm joining a gym, it's early January, I'm going to watch what I eat, I'm going no carbs. I don't think people are abiding by that. You know, I want to get your thoughts in a sec. I think people are saying, you know what, screw it. Uh, I am eating what makes me comfortable. Eating's the only thing I enjoy every day because I'm not leaving the house. And I think people are really thinking about that. And if they do leave the house, they're heading somewhere to get food. What do you think? You think people care about their dietary restrictions and their uh, exercise stuff right now? Or do you think they're saying, I love lasagna. Lasagna's my friend in January. People have thrown in the towel. They don't care about that. <laughs> they're 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 ready for something new and different. So they're tired of fighting with themselves about what to eat, not to eat, and they're just saying, "Screw it! I'm eating what I want to eat. I'm drinking what I want to drink." Until the pandemic stops and we have it under control, and we can get outside and do things and see people, I got too much other stuff to worry about. Yeah, I think the vaccination is will what will change each individual's eating. So let's say you get the vaccination. Can then you, you imagine if you get vaccinated and you lose your, you, it, it screws up your taste buds or the side effects? That would be really bad. <laughs> well, of course it would. But people are not stopping. They are eating whatever and they are loading up. I cannot get over the lines in the drive throughs I have drove by the other day by Chick-fil-A in uh, Route 1 in Dedham. I did not stop, but I drove by... This is about 10 minutes outside of Boston. It it was, the line was crazy. And the Popeyes is a mile down the road because I was heading home. They were pulled out around the corner onto Route 1. 
like in the breakdown lane. They never had lines like that before. No. Well, they're closed. A lot of the restaurants are closed. They won't let people go in. Here's, tell me what you would do in this situation. I actually went and played golf this past weekend. Had to get out of the house. So four of us we were able to get a tea time. As I'm driving to the golf course, and it's, you know, going to be like 30 degrees, I went to McDonald's because it was about 10.30 in the morning. I thought, you know what, we're not going to eat lunch, so I'm going to grab something here. Matt, I go, Matt's back. I go through the drive-thru. I order an Egg McMuffin, no cheese. You know, that, I, well, what are you, a pain in the ass? Well, that's a simple thing. Can I get an Egg McMuffin, no cheese, please? How difficult is egg that? Egg McMuffin is the ham, the egg, the cheese, and the muffin. It's yep. not an Egg McMuffin without the cheese. It's an easy takeaway, and I just don't like McDonald's cheese. Uh, it's okay on a burger, but not on a, on an egg. And so I get it, and I got a nice coffee, and I'm dr- I pull out, and I'm then now heading to the golf course, and I get to a red light, so I open up my bag and open up. Cheese is on it. There's no meat, but there's cheese. See, so that's I'm what like, you get. Son of a bitch. What am I going to do now? Now I'm like eight or nine minutes from the McDonald's. You must it's, have been pissed. It's gross. So I am now, I am now <laughs> scraping the cheese. Scraping. I am with my fingers ripping the cheese and the English muffin, a soft part, out of the English muffin, trying to figure out how I can still have a top to the uh, Egg McMuffin that has no ham. Uh, and not have the cheese there. And it's getting all over my fingers, and it's gross. So I just threw it back in the bag and uh, said, you know what? On my way home, I may stop. That means he is stopping. No, I may stop because somebody politely is going to have to, quote-unquote, pay for this. (laughs) So after playing golf, I only played nine holes. It was about two in the afternoon now. I pulled in to the McDonald's, and I got out of the car. I got out of the car, and I went to walk in. Because all I wanted to do was very nicely and calmly just say to the manager, hi, I was in about three hours ago. I ordered this. It came with did cheese. You, did you save the 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 residue of the scraped up thing the in scrape the back? It, yes, of course <laughs> the scrapings were saved. And um, sure enough, the doors are locked. In the restaurant, so they're only doing drive-thru. So I'm like, Jesus, you know, if I go through the drive-thru and in no disrespect to anybody at McDonald's, you know, I'm, I don't want to bother some 18-year-old kid who's, you know, handling the drive-thru and this and that. You know, he's like, oh, Jesus, who's this old guy coming through? So what were you looking for? You looking for a credit, money back, or you have a free Egg McMuffin coming to you? No, I was just looking for a swap. You know what? I was just going to take a it's sandwich. Swap, 2 o'clock. You're not going to get an Egg no, McMuffin. No, no, not an Egg McMuffin. I would have just taken a uh, chicken sandwich or a burger or something. So I get back into the drive-thru, and it wasn't bad. There was only like three cars in front of me. And, uh, you know, person says... Uh, you know, of course, because you can't hear them clearly. So I said, uh, hi. Uh, I said, I was in about 1025 today, and my order got messed up, and I just would like to get something else. And she said, okay. Uh, and I could tell, thrown her off a bit. And then she said, okay, what is it that you'd like? I said, you know what? Can I? you just give me uh, the buttermilk chicken sandwich, and I'll be all set? 
And I was thinking, okay, when I pull up, is this going to be an issue? Right, are they going to be looking now for the money? And this is all principle. This has nothing to do with the five bucks. This is all about the principle. Sure enough, she said, oh, you're all set. You can move up to window two. Now I'm at window two. Is the exchange going to happen? Now I have the shitty wrapper with the cheese scrapings and stuff in the bag. Uh, uh, any bite taken out of the egg McMuffin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. How many a, bites? Uh, four. <laughs> so there was there was like an eighth of an egg McMuffin, like like because an egg McMuffin's like probably six bites. There or was something. an eg. Not an EGG okay. egg. You know what? But it, but it was gross. I didn't enjoy it. So the girl gives me the chicken sandwich, and I have to say it was so it was their buttermilk chicken sandwich. Not bad tasting. I mean, a little on the small side. But I was about to say, here, do you want this? <laughs> I mean, in the old stuff. So if she needed it for the evidence box or whatever, I, then I'm thinking, I don't think they're taking my bag. I mean, not during COVID, which is a good move by her. So that was it. So then we, uh, I got my chicken sandwich, moved along. So that's called a twofer. No, no, no. The 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 egg with no meat and with cheese and cheese in the fingernails. The whole thing was disgusting. But that's the problem. I think there's a lesson there. Check your bag before you leave the parking lot. Because if you're eight, ten, fifteen minutes down the road, you're screwed. Screwed. You're screwed. 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 That was my issue. Now, Jay, tell me, do you think a lot more people? are doing food destinations, you know, to get out of the house or to see a few friends that they're meeting at places? I'm not sure if they are doing that, but if you were to say to go pick something up or try something for something to do to go drive 50 minutes, an hour and a half to go take it out, eat it in the car and drive home, it's an activity. I I could be arm twisted, but that means you're going to have to take separate cars, follow each other. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the... Well, we did that the other day. I asked you if you wanted to come, you but you did. weren't able to. So some friends were listening to Food Fanatics, and that was the day we were, we were talking about Miller's Roast Beef down in Attleboro, That's Massachusetts. They sw- and they swaddle the sandwich. That's right. A lot of beef swaddling. And it's a couple of minutes before Providence. And myself and four other guys in their 50s. Went back to Providence again. <laughs> went back to Attle. Well, no, these guys hadn't been to Attleboro. So there's five of us sitting in our beach chairs on a piece of grass in about low to mid-30 weather, eating roast beef sandwiches outside. At any moment, a car could have taken any of us out if they jumped the curb, seeing the five of us out there shivering with roast beef. Now, thank goodness, this guy was smart. That's because he went to Penn. He ordered an au jus. So he had the hot... A hot broth for dipping for his uh, roast beef. From what you told me, he wasn't that smart 
because he you, got a little drippage. You, you're damn right. This roast beef sandwich was expensive because now he's got a dry cleaning bill. <laughs> now, good old Mark Friedman has roast beef au jus all over his pants because he couldn't handle the pressure of balancing the roast beef sandwich with the onion rings and the au jus. All of a sudden you hear, oh, Jesus, I just spilled all over my pants. That could be going to Hollycraft. But you know what? That was a destination. But it was a doing. It, it killed two hours, and you felt it was social, you said. Exactly. It was social. It was freezing, but it was still social. It got, out, got you out of the house. Now, I'll tell you this one. Now, our friends that we spent an hour and a half New Year's with, we have a philosophical difference. And I'm curious, because I know you'll have an opinion here. I do believe that there is such a thing as driving too far for takeout. Do you think so? Uh, and I'll tell you uh, why I feel that way. Uh, it it depends what you're going for, I guess. I mean, what is too far? Is there is it a two hour limit? Is it a, no. an hour limit? Is uh, it a fifteen minute limit? I know that for you, from our known you a long time and our yeah. basic conversation, you're going fifteen minutes tops max from your house to for takeout. For the most part, you're right. So the these friends, they went. North of Boston, they went about 25 minutes to get Italian food, including a New York sirloin and pizza, and brought it back to the house. Same restaurant? Same restaurant, same restaurant. So getting a steak to go, you know, about 25 minutes north and then coming uh, south 25 minutes. I'm trying to figure out what what the hell place is. I will tell you the name of the place. This is a restaurant that's about right near Logan Airport that actually Jay turned a lot of us onto and is outstanding, outstanding Italian food, phenomenal atmosphere, BYOB. You went to to Rossetti's. Exactly. Oh, I no problem driving to Rossetti's for takeout. No problem. Nope, but for a steak. Their steak is pretty unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I'm not naming names because I don't want to... uh, disrupt anybody here but for steak and pizza i think it's too far for the pizza again because my philosophy is don't want to be reheating that pizza i love the move for the italian food because you know what their italian food will stay hot but uh i have no issue with that no issue with that well i went i speaking of that i went on saturday night out of the blue needed something to do drove into the north end to pick up uh regina's Brought home two pizzas, stopped at Mike's. was Actually, no, it was Friday night of New Year's Day. And went to pastry, was closed, went across the street to Martin, picked up a little, couple little things and came home. So uh, for those of you that are outside of the Boston area, Jay was down in the North End. That's the Italian section of Boston with all the great restaurants and bakeries. And Regina's is probably the most famous pizza place in Boston. You know, when you get into Connecticut, people in Connecticut are going to talk about the places in New Haven. But in Boston, Regina's is uh, like a hundred-year-old place. So, Great pizza. And it was it was excellent. It was worth the effort to do it. Did it was it warm when you got back? No. So I'm going to give you a little... Uh, Regina's takeout's kind of an interesting thing. You got to go to the one in the North End, not the one I agree in, with you. in Alston. So you can order the pizza there. Par-cooked, medium cooked, regular, or well done, or however you like it. I knew that I would have to take it home. I knew that I would heat it up on this awesome pizza stone I have. So I had them 
just shy of a normal pizza. I turned the oven on before I left, so when I came home, it was at 500 degrees. The stone was hot. I heated it up in about seven minutes. It came out bubbling, crispy. It was perfect. How many pizzas? One large cheese and one small pepperoni. And was it just you and Abby? Just Abby and I. So, I mean, obviously, there's no rookie move with you. I mean... You're not getting just one pizza. No. no. And you can eat it leftover for a couple of days, no problem. We attempted to get into the uh, pizza so, box. So I opened up the small pizza with the pepperoni, and I was about to take the bite, and I said, no, I didn't do it. I, I went, I didn't do it. I saw, I saw the number in front of me, that, that scale number was scaring me. I said, no. I showed Were you concerned? Restraint. Were you concerned that it was still too hot and pulling that piece of pepperoni would have caused excess cheese to come off and then drippage onto your clothes or potentially burn nope. the roof of your mouth? Nope. I was totally, totally fine. I, I would have handled that. I can handle the heat. I can handle the heat. I, I know you can. I mean, look, you got game. You, you're like a, uh, you're like CC Sabathia. <laughs> I mean, you've been around, you've been in the league for almost 20 years, and you put up 3,000 strikeouts. I mean, you're a cagey veteran. So the question is, getting back to your answer, I would I would drive far for certain foods. Okay, what about in New England? Are the fried clam places open at Good. this time of year? I don't think so. I think some of them are seasonality, but like Woodman's, I think is open, and I'm not 100 percent sure. So don't, I can't be. Yeah, I was. On that. I was thinking about it the other day because Woodman's is Kelly's where is the open. fried clam was created. Supposedly, they say that Woodman's of Essex, Mass, north of Boston, is where the fried clam was created, and they do an incredible business. And I was thinking last week that I would take a ride up to Woodman's, just you know drive for 45 minutes, get some stuff and eat it and just to break up the day. But I don't think, I don't know if they're open or not. And is that a weak move going fried clams in the winter? No. If it's good food and you like it, there's no rules or regulations. There's seasonality thing. Mm, throw it out the window. If you want to eat it, eat it. You know what's become huge besides a besides lot of us, us yeah, is, is baking. Because baking, everybody's looking for stuff to do. Now, I know you're not a huge fan of dessert and baked goods. I love, love baked goods. I mean, any, anything with chocolate in it. I love fruit stuff, cakes. Um, and fortunately in my house, Donna last week made from scratch brownies from scratch with Kahlua. And she, I mean... I am shocked how long they last. They lasted like four, four to five days in our house. She probably made three trays. That's right, why. Right, right. But they were just so, so good. And I think people. I wish I had stock and let's say Nestle's morsels right now because I think people are baking out of control. It, it's it's funny you say that when the pandemic happened, all the supermarkets were limiting you to. One ba one bag of flour, one bag of yeast, and you couldn't even get yeast or flour in the supermarkets because people were baking so much. Now, what do you like for dessert? I know you're not a huge dessert guy. Um, do you like chocolate? Do you like fruit? Do you well, like something that's so cheese in it? I uh, I picked up one of my two favorite, two of my favorite desserts is the lobster claw. Uh. 
I mean, when you take a bite of a picture, a lobster claw, like this giant horn, crunchy, crunchy, crunchy outside, and the whole thing is filled with a special type of butter whipped cream that is just unbelievable. What's well, a ricotta? It's a ricotta, but it's very light and airy. It's not dense. And it's very sweet. Oh, very sweet. And if you can get the corner, the end of it, because it, it's like in the juicy, it's really good. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, go just, tonight, just, right now, go. <laughs> Google Lobster Claw. I mean, it is an outstanding big and that, good. And then I like an eclair, which I love, and I also like Martin Pastry makes one of the better ricotta pies. I'm a big fan of ricotta pie. It's almost like a cheesecake, but much lighter. Now, what about fruity stuff like a cobbler? You like an I, apple cobbler, yeah, a peach I don't like cobbler? A, I don't like an apple cobbler. I like a blueberry. I like any type of berry, triple berry pies, cobblers, et cetera. I'm not a big apple pie guy at all. Now, I happen to love a cake versus a pie. I'd much rather an apple cake versus an apple pie. A peach cobbler cake versus a peach cobbler compote. I just, I just really like cakes. And uh, hey, and you know what, folks? This weekend, and we're going to get to it in a second, this weekend coming up is going to be a big eating weekend with all the football games. Three games Saturday, three games Sunday. A lot of desserts to be had. If you end up working on some good desserts, please, love to see it. You know what? We love a trifle. Perry Hawkman likes to make a nice trifle. Love a trifle. But I would love to see your desserts that you're making over as we get closer to the weekend. So there's a a nice segue, Jay. So you being Mr. Mr. Home Chef, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, can't have the people over that you would normally have just to hang out and eat. What do you suggest for a couple of appetizers or meals this weekend watching the games? It's going to be a very depressing weekend. My my team is not playing in the playoffs. It's very upsetting. So it, that it, being the Minnesota Vikings, of th- course. That being the Minnesota Vikings. So it's real. It's it's a bummer. So the playoff weekend is not going to be as festive as it normally would be. Let's say there's a group at home. There's four to six people, and they're going to watch starting the one o'clock game which is going to, you know, pregame starts at 12, 12.30, and the games are going to go. The last game is an 8.15 game, which will end about 11.30, 11.45. What are a couple of things that people can easily make that are taste good and there's good uh, bulk to them? Chili is so underrated. Chili we, chili is chili is just chili. Is chili. It's, I it's, had some tonight. I can tell. It kind of stinks <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> it was uh, it was outstanding. In the days when we could go out to eat, a buffalo chicken nacho, it had such heat to it, but the flavor was great. That would definitely be one for the table. Yes. Maybe two for the table. There you go. We just want to remind you of a couple things. First of all, please, we love in, in seeing your pictures, and I know we've been getting feedback the past few weeks from other food fanatics fans that love seeing the pictures. So we are at food.f-u-n-a-t-i-c-s, food.fanatics. And also, if you're looking for a good food website, check out American-Eats.com. Great 
slick-looking food website. Jay, anything as we head towards the middle of the week? Keep grinding out there, people. The new year is upon us. Keep cooking, keep eating. And you can always buy a bigger belt. And you can buy a bigger belt. But whatever you do, put the love into it because it shows. All right. Thank you, folks. We'll talk to you next week. On Food Fun Addicts.